Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and today is Sunday, June 14th, 2020, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, where it hasn't rained today, <laughs> amazingly. So uh, I want to first announce that I am proud to say I am the first guest on the Past the Lotion podcast, which was uh, published yesterday. And they are a lovely uh, bunch of people. It's my friend Whitney Howard and Drury Penn. And they are uh, doing an inspiring podcast that they do weekly. And uh, it can be found where all podcasts are distributed, Apple Music, iTunes, um, Podbean and Spotify, and I believe YouTube as well. So I was a guest. We spoke for 90 minutes about astrology, about uh, what's going on in 2020. And so have a look at it. It's a lot of fun. They are fun people. They're very hip and cool. And I think you'll enjoy the conversation. We talked about Drury's chart and a few other things and a whole bunch of uh, how to do astrology things too. And hopefully, we'll be joining each other again and I look forward to that because this was lots of fun so please tune in and look for that pass the lotion and onward to the week ahead as we do here at the golden astrologer podcast so the big news there's three big newses this week um let's see let's start with the one that happens first and that is mercury retrograde so mercury is stationing at 14 degrees of cancer and it is going to retrograde on thursday the 18th and actually if depending on where you live um it'll be about 1 a.m eastern time and then about you know 11 p.m where i am and this is, you know, going to be retrograde until July, of course, and it will be there till the 12th. So it's just, it's a bit of a long retrograde because three weeks would be July 9th and the 12th is uh, when we uh, go direct. So it's a, it's more than 21 days. So this is kind of a long retrograde in cancer. And so it's not, it's 14 degrees cancer. It's not going to the, um, you know, any eclipse points yet or anything. Well, it's, it's already went to zero cancer, but, um, so it's a, you know, it's going to be a time of review. Now, you know, that Venus is still retrograde in Gemini. And what happens is that Mercury rules Venus in, because she's in Gemini right now. So because she's in Gemini and she's going to be till the end of July, Mercury will be retrograde, ruling the retrograde Venus. So I expect some topsy-turvy waves, all sorts of stuff like that happening. And we can look forward to some topsy-turvy waves. So, <laughs> you know... And you know the Mercury retrograde rules. So try not to sign a contract. Try not to sign anything. Try not to um, give your uh, start anything brand new during that time. It really is something that's pretty um, standard and common. And, you know, it's possible nothing will happen. Um, but you should know that um, it will be retrograde. And there's a lot of aspects on Thursday the 18th. Um, 
you know, Mercury will is starting to slow down now, so you're gonna feel that, and things are things could be misunderstood. There could be misunderstandings and stuff. But Mars sextiles Pluto that day, which is a nice conversation between Mars, which is in Pisces, and Pluto that's in Capricorn, and they're having a good conversation, thankfully, and you know that they are very much compadres because Mars is the sort of the lower active of Pluto, and they. You know, both kind of rule Scorpio. Pluto ruled Scorpio. Mars ruled Scorpio before they discovered Pluto. So they're having a nice conversation that day, that evening. So that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And so it's really important to just allow the good energy. And there is actually a lot of good energy that day. There's a lot of good aspects from the moon, which uh, will be in Taurus earlier in the day. Up, and then at 8.02 a.m. that day, it goes void that's Eastern time. And then at 5 p.m. it goes into Gemini. But it's, you know, there's smooth aspects between uh, the moon and, you know, Saturn, Pluto and Jupiter, because those guys are all, um, you know, very close together at the end of Capricorn and early Aquarius. So this is, uh, it's a good smooth, you know, Mercury will be smoothly going retrograde. There's some smooth aspects happening at the same time. So that's one piece of information. And, you know, just to be aware of that, you know, just try to, plow through it and not get too annoyed or irritated or uptight with with things and it's time to just sort of chill out and you know try not to start any uh you know projects on on mercury retrograde because they don't usually bear fruit okay the second thing that's happening is we have the summer solstice, which is in the northern hemisphere and probably the winter solstice in the southern hemisphere. And so the sun en enters cancer and the sun enters cancer at 5.44 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday the 20th. So it's going to be uh, right before the moon goes void in Gemini and that day is an, actually a really um, interesting day because, you know, the solstice happens at zero cancer. So the sun enters cancer and it becomes, you know, at that time of the season where we go into the, the up north, it's the summer and it's like the begin, technically beginning of summer, although many times in the U.S. it begins Memorial Day weekend. And so here we have... Um, you know, the, the welcoming of the green and the, and the, the warmth and the sun and, you know, under the circumstances that have been going on, it's, it's hopefully a welcome experience. Now, the summer solstice and all solstices and equinoxes happen at the cardinal axis. So that is the zero degree cardinal point of the of the zodiac so that's you know every time we have summer it's the beginning of cancer every time we have autumn it's the beginning of libra or the uh you know the winter solstice the beginning of capricorn and of course spring equinox is the beginning of spring and that's when we begin the zodiac again with aries so this is the second season change up north that um begins the cardinal cycle again so this is usually you know whenever planets line up at the cardinal axis at zero degrees of those signs we you know, 
yeah, sometimes there's events in the world. But it's a, if you have things at those points in your chart or if you know someone who does, they are often involved with famous people or the news or something in the, the mass culture. So what's, this, what's so important about this and what's going to occur is the next day, and that's the third big news we have this week, which is the solar eclipse. So it's a new moon. And it happens at zero degrees cancer. So shortly after the um, sun goes into the sign of cancer, so the, so the moon will go into the sign of cancer and join the sun at a solar eclipse, 2.41 a.m. Sunday in Eastern time. Now, let's, let's sort this out. Here's what it means. The sun is in cancer. And that day, as I mentioned a bit ago, the moon goes void in Gemini at 5.48 p.m. So the sun goes into Cancer at 5.44. Four minutes later, the moon goes void in Gemini, void for the rest of the day. That's your Saturday night. Watch a movie. Talk on, talk on the phone. <laughs> catch up with people. Um, then the moon goes into Cancer. It's void the rest of the night at 2.02 a.m., which is midnight here. It's 2.02 a.m. Eastern time the moon goes into the sign of cancer. And so the moon goes into the sign of cancer and it has this point of, you know, reaching several uh, several minutes later, really 2.41 a.m. is the solar eclipse. So very early in the sign of cancer at zero degrees at the cardinal axis, there is an eclipse. Now that means several days before, we're going to feel the energy. Several days after, we're going to feel the energy. And there is the retrograde of Mercury on Thursday, and all of this happens um, as a result of, you know, this eclipse. This is, you know, the sun and the moon joining, and it's very close to the north node. Now, ah, so much information. The moon and the sun are conjunct at a solar eclipse, so it's a new moon. Because it's close to the node, it's an eclipse, and the nodes changed signs several months ago. So the North Node's not in Cancer anymore as it was most of all of last year and part of this year. The North Node is at 29 degrees of Gemini. So the node is at Gemini. It's very, very close to, you know, it's minutes in zodiacal terms, um, minutes away from becoming the sign of Cancer. So when we have that summer solstice on Saturday the 20th, it's going to pass over the node point. The sun will pass over the node point. The moon will pass over the node point. And then they join together on the new moon in Cancer at zero degrees Cancer. So it's actually... On one hand, it's a solar eclipse. It's at the north node. This is a very auspicious experience. On the other hand, it's on the cardinal axis. So there's news. It's the cardinal axis. It's big news. It's famous news. It's people in the people who are normally in the news. You know, it's politics. It's it's culture. It's um, entertainment, you know, and so there is some big moment coming, but remember, this is the sign of cancer, and this is the home, this is the family, this is, you know, warmth and generosity and healing and, you know, coming home. And it's a good thing. It's a good thing that at the North Node. However, 
it is an eclipse and it's powerful because it is at this you know world axis point and that means we can get news about anything so there's been a lot of news all year a lot and so this may be some turning point in the information we're getting now the thing about eclipses is we don't always exactly know afterwards the air is cleared but we often say things like oh my god i didn't expect that well we didn't expect a whole lot this year so i'm gonna say we're probably resting our awareness in the unknown and that's what we have to do kind of rest our awareness in the unknown and sort of embrace the unknown and you know cancer is this is ruled by the moon so this is powerful when the moon has an eclipse and it's eclipsing the sun and the moon is in its own sign this is powerful so i expect next weekend to be powerful i expect next weekend to be uh, a very intense experience look at where you have zero degrees cancer in your chart see where that could be figure out where on earth you know that on your life that that could possibly be what story is brewing what story is happening and this is something that we should be aware of you know um you know where those where the planets fall if you have your chart if you don't have your chart you can go look at it online or you can go to an astrologer and get your chart read but you know we're in eclipse season and this is an intense this is probably the most powerful of the three eclipses so the one a couple weeks ago was something and then now here we have this and now remember last year in the summer if you're up in the northern hemisphere the summer which was july we had two eclipses in july and then we had eclipses in december and january and they were all in the signs of capricorn and cancer now the one we had on friday the 5th that was an eclipse that was in you know the sign of sag and gemini we're going back now to like the same reference points as last year. So we had a lot of Saturn-Pluto stuff with the eclipses last year. And then early in January, we had Saturn-Pluto with the eclipse. And then we had all this business that's been going on in the news and in the world. So I expect some news in the world. I expect something, to, an announcement. I expect something. And so uh, the United States is a Cancerian-ruled country because it's July 4th, 1776. And the next eclipse is actually happening really July 5th, but, you know, 1245 a.m. So it could be July 4th if you're living on the West Coast. And so it's a United States eclipse, that one. So, But we're not there yet. We're still here. So that's this is all very pertinent, and we have to pay attention. Again, I advise people. Do be careful during eclipses. Don't lose your head. Don't lose your mind. Don't, um, you know, freak out uh, on people. Don't give yourself, um, you know, a headache <laughs> or agita. Do, do the best you can to reason and be centered and center your emotions. It's a hot time. It is, and I don't mean the weather. It's a hot time. This is a hot eclipse it's powerful, it's strong, I do expect things to happen. Hopefully they are good things, hopefully it is progress, hopefully it's something that brings enlightenment to everyone. Um, you know, we have to, we're only responsible for how we react to these things and so we have to pay attention and it's hard, it's been really hard to pay attention and not get upset 
you know, these last few days have been really complicated with, you know, Sun squaring Neptune and Mars conjunct Neptune. And, you know, you have to ask yourself things. Is it worth it? Is it worth uh, fighting over? Is it worth arguing over? Is it worth the whole experience? Um, it's, it's really something that we all have to sort of do our inner work and and kind of keep our lids on and try as best as possible. It's really hard to do that right now. And, you know, it, it <laughs> whoever is in your, whoever's in your sphere, who's ever in your sphere, you should expect that, you know, there could be things that you want to sort out. And it should be, try to do it you know, with care. It's the, the sign of cancer. The moon and the sun will be in the sign of cancer. We have to do things with care. And so then we move. That's the, that's next Sunday. So we'll be talking again next Sunday, the day of the eclipse. And certainly if things have happened, we'll know about it. So we'll be, we'll be sharing those experiences or I'll at least be discussing them. Um, cause it'll be hours later, but eclipses, could be three days before, could be three days after, because right after the solar eclipse happens, and we're going to talk more about this next week, Neptune will retrograde. So, and then Venus is going to go direct. So between the 18th and the 25th, we have three planets changing direction. We have the sun going into the cardinal sign of Cancer on the cardinal axis, joining the moon in an eclipse. And this is a lot of stuff a lot. Okay. So this is intense. And so one day at a time, folks, one day at a time and one moment at a time and do not lose your mind and do not lose your head and try to do what you think is the right thing. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, and no, you know, if your intentions are good, your intentions are good, you know that they're good. And just know what, um, how, how good your intentions are. And, you know, just stay with that. You know who you are and be present with yourself, um, and guide yourself through this. And if you can't guide yourself through it, then call a friend who can help you through it. So Neptune turns retrograde on the 23rd, on the 25th, Venus turns direct. So this is a lot of movement in the heavens, a lot. And so we've just had a whole bunch of Neptune, which leaves us confused and bewildered and, and wanting to assert ourselves and not thinking it's good to assert ourselves and having to kind of hold on to things and hold on to emotions and feel like we are, um, you know, Neptune is really the void. Neptune is, uh, I said this on Instagram yesterday, the, the experience of the nothingness, that Buddhist, that Zen moment, you know, you're supposed to go into non-attachment and you're supposed to go into these wonderful spaces of bliss and non-attachment. And when you get Mars together with Neptune, you have to go there even more. That's a bigger reason to go there. And it's really, really harder because Mars doesn't want to do that. Mars wants to assert and be aggressive and, uh, and say, you know what, I don't like this. And rah, 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 rah. But you can't. You've got to try to hold on to your head and be extremely pleasant and, and know that there's something greater operating here. Um, it isn't always easy to be pleasant, especially under Mars. And the moon has been in Aries 
since uh, yesterday in the evening and then today all day it's in Aries. Tomorrow it's in Aries again and it goes void at 8.49 p.m. in Aries. And you know it hit Chiron yesterday and, and so there's some, there's some stuff in the air. There's some, there's some things that are um, maybe a little complicated right now. So, you know, the moon is in Aries going to Chiron. Maybe there was a little bit of an ouch yesterday. And then the, the ruler of Aries, which is Mars is with Neptune. So there may be a questionable ouch. Um, what, what's really all this about? So, um, so we go forward in our week and we know that there's a lot of topsy turvy. And so we have to try to be on our best behavior. And that's not easy to do right now. Um, I just, uh, I just think that each of us has to sort of try to be the greatest ideal of ourselves that we can be in the moment and in the day. And it's so complicated um, if your heart's been broken. If, you know, the word I hear more than anything is heartbreak. And that's, you know, with relative to the news in the United States, I've heard so many people use heartbreak as a word and it just seems to keep going and so you know we have to uh join together and not be heartbroken and tell people that we love them and uh be there for each other because it's complicated right now and so everything is complicated right now and so it's going, I don't think it's going to get easier in the next week. I think in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be more complicated. Now, at the end of the month, and I've been talking about this for a while, is that we're going to have the second Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. Now, Jupiter and Pluto are amazing together. And we had the first one on the 4th of April. So what we have to do is get, you know, get back to where you were on April 4th and remember what you wished for and what remember what you tried to manifest and remember what you want to be um, bringing into your world and how excited or inspired you were at that time. And it's uh, something where, you know, we want to see results and manifest something good and be open, you know. And again, Jupiter puts the light in Pluto's closet. And this is another time when we get to see the light in the closet. We don't always get to really understand what's in the closet when we put the light in there. It's like, okay, this is really mysterious and maybe a little dark. I don't really know what's going on, but it's okay because Jupiter's there and it's there to buoy us up and to help us. It is going to be a 24 degrees of Capricorn again. So it's still, you know, they've both retrograded back. They've both gone back to that place where they were. Um, they moved ahead. Jupiter moved ahead of Pluto because it's a faster moving planet. And they are going to be conjunct, which is in the same place at the same time again. So this is pretty, this is, this is, I'm glad we're ending the month on a high note. Mercury will still be retrograde, <laughs> but that's okay. It's, it's not a big deal. Um, you know, the sun is going to join Mercury that day. And so there's a lot of good aspects that day too, but that's the 30th. But remember, we've got this coming up. So where can you shine the light and see something? Where can you shine the light in the closet? And where have we been misguided or um, unprepared or um, heartbroken? And what 
can we do about it? And what's the, you know, there's so much that's happened this year and we're only halfway through it. And as I said on the Past the Lotion podcast, and as I've been saying here, there is a lot more to happen this year, a lot more. And so I hope you'll stay tuned and stay with me and we can guide each other through this because it's a complicated year. And this is, this is a massive major turning point for everyone. So because it is such a turning point for everyone and because it is something that is um, unprecedented, we need to stay very, very aware. We need to stay self-aware and we are in a place that we need to do some emotional homework. And I'd say this all the time, I know, but it's going to help us all if we sort of keep an understanding of our role in, in our life right now and our role in society and our role in what, what's trying to happen, um, on earth. Like I get the feeling we're, we're trying to birth something new here. We are trying to birth something new. And each of us in our own personal life is trying to birth something new as well. So what is that for you? Where can you um, decide that, you know, you want things to change and make that change? Where is it where you can no longer go on doing the same thing and you say to yourself, that's it. I have to change things. And you are being empowered by that. Okay. So anything can happen in these next two weeks because we live in a world of infinite possibility. Um, Jupiter and Pluto are here to help us manifest something better, manifest something better in our lives. So if you don't like the way things are going, you have got to manifest something better for yourself and you can do that and I can do that and we can all do that but the thing that you have to do is be aware and be compassionate and be um you know over and over again you have to keep uh reminding yourself that we're at a turning point and that next year things will next year things will be better but things will also be different so there will be things that we let go of the places we don't go back to you know, maybe we leave things behind and it's important to try to move through this, um, turbulence and this intensity and allow Jupiter and Pluto to help us change our lives. Because you know what? A lot of people are unhappy with the circumstances and, um, you know, and rightfully so. And so the, the most important thing is to like sit down with yourself and say, okay, I'm going to make a list of things I, I need to change and want to change. And I can't, um, I, you know, I can't tolerate this anymore. And so I, you know, be aware, be really self-aware. That's, and when you know that you're at your end, you go, okay, how can I, how can I turn this around? How can I make it better? How can I, how can I do this? And how can I see my way through this. And that's what's important. Remember, Jupiter and Pluto is happening at the end of the month. So the light's going on in the closet. So if you don't know why these things are happening, just let go and just keep moving. And hopefully you'll get some Jupiter Pluto at the, at the, uh, at the end of the month that will help you. And that's about it. So, um, there is the summer solstice, happy summer solstice. There is the eclipse. Um, it's a new moon and it's on father's day. Um, that's significant. And, um, and then there's Thursday, the retrograde. 
of Mercury. So we've got an exciting week ahead. We've got more things coming. We're going to feel that Neptune station because Neptune is a slow-moving planet and it's going to be retrograding a week from Tuesday on the 23rd and we are halfway through the month of June. Can you believe it? So I thank you so much for listening. I have such gratitude for each and every one of you and I really appreciate your listening and tuning in and I hope you listen to my friend's podcast and go back and listen to it again and again, the past the lotion. And I hope you come back to my podcast and listen again because we have lots to discuss the rest of the year. And I will see you on the other side of the eclipse. I'm Deb McBride. This is the Golden Astrologer podcast. My Instagram is the Golden Astrologer. And I do almost daily videos about astrology and what's going on. And um, I have a blog called Astrologer's Thoughts on my website. And I'm on Twitter at Deb Astrology. And you can listen to this podcast where all podcasts are distributed. Thank you so much for listening. Have a beautiful week.